0: Hi guys, I hope this finds everyone well. Today I'm going to be talking about Blunt Talk, the American Star series uh, starring Patrick Stewart. Um, it, you know, it came out last October and since then I've watched it in and out and I have to say that it, it strikes me as a show that's more about the lost potential than anything else. Um, when you consider that it's not only starring Patrick Stewart and if you've watched um American dad or family guy, you'll know his comedic turns are absolutely hilarious, not least of all because his ability to be self-deprecating and just to roll up his sleeves and really roll around in a, a trough of humour is absolutely brilliant. Um show created by Jonathan Eames is also produced uh, by Seth MacFarlane. Um, it, you know, it's funny, but it's not standout funny. The premise of it uh, is following the eponymous uh, Walter Blunt, played by Stewart, who is British in it, in case anyone is in any doubt, as to Patrick Stewart's heritage. Uh, The idea is that the characters move to uh, Los Angeles with the intention of conquering the American nightly news circuit. Um, I think something we British tend to uh, somewhat not understand is just how huge this, uh, you know, the late night talk show is in America. So the premise is sound. Um... His misguided nature uh, leads him into trouble with the law in the opening episode, and it sees him struggle to keep together his program, uh, blunt talk, um, and he's surrounded by a cast of uh, with some interest, um, but not much. Um of Jackie Weaver's uh Rosalie Winter, Adrian Scarsborough's Harry Chandler, uh Dolly Wells' as Celia, Tim Sharp as Tim Stone with uh, varying recurring uh roles. Uh not least of all uh Ed Begley Jr.'s uh Teddy Winter. So it's got a solid um it's got a solid you know, sort of cast. It's just a shame that they serve absolutely no purpose with the exception of uh, Adrian Scarsborough as Harry Chandler. Now, the central relationship in this is between Patrick Stewart's Blunt and Scarsborough's Harry Chandler who is like something out of a P.G. Woodhouse novel meets the 21st century. It's the doting manservant who's just, you know, Doing everything for, <laughs> doing everything for, for for Walter Blunt, and they have this hilarious British backstory of yes, they were both in the Falklands. Remember the Falklands, Harry. Remember the Falklands. It's very very funny, um, and they are the standout characters of this whole thing. You know, Patrick Stewart's uh, got top billing. His character is obviously the name of the show. Uh Scarborough is, is is just absolutely hilarious as this he's not stupid like a baldric to a blackadder, but he is just absolutely devoted in you know doing everything and is just it's just it's, it's extremely funny. The other characters are just generally not worth the screen time, I'm sorry to put it like that. But I think where the show airs is where it's got its ensemble formula wrong. And in the first episode where in the, first, the first episode is stunning where Stuart is uh, inadvertently caught with a transvesti ends up on top of his car surrounded by police officers screaming, "Remember the Falklands, Harry you know and he gets and it 's very very funny so the, the, this kind of coke fueled uh, Walter Blunt with his nefarious relationships with women, his penchant for uh, getting into trouble with the law, putting his foot in it absolutely hilarious it's very, very, very funny. From there it goes downhill where it can't quite decide if it's a comedy or a soppy drama. and you've got the neurotic Celia as Walter's producer. You've got Jim Stone, another uh, journalist. Rosalie Winter is sort of uh, you know the mother hen who has this uh, very strange relationship with some of the other characters. but you know and her relationship with her husband uh, Begley Jr. It is it, you know. What's my question is what is the point of all of this? I don't feel particularly soppy about it. It I watch it and feel that it's distracting screen time away from Stewart is blunt. And don't get me wrong, Patrick Stewart. If you've seen uh, Ricky Gervais's extra um, in the last ten years or so, you'll know that Stewart did an absolutely stunning turn. Uh, turn as this sex nude obsessed. Uh, version of himself where he just can't get past Ricky Gervais's script without, you know, seeing naked girls. Every scene is naked girls. And it's very, 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 very funny. So for Stewart to have an opportunity to do that is the natural evolution of what I think started with Gervais's extras saw, uh, culminated, and, and has culminated here, um, having gone through Family Guy and uh, American Dad where he is playing a not particularly well-hidden version of himself. Um, and that's very funny when you think that he's you know, the great thespian actor who has the voice of just authority. It's it's brilliant. Um, and the script, I think, is doing itself a disservice by trying to turn away from the more novel elements of this former British Falklands veteran turned cable journalist and his relationship with his manservant. It's now trying to shoehorn in opportunities to have this kind of weird office stroke familial drama with the other four and it's just not worth the time. Now, it's... Been, uh, 20 episodes have been ordered from stars and it's been broken over the first and second seasons. Uh, so you've already got the first uh, 10 episodes which have come out. First season, as I said, like the first couple of episodes are very, very funny, but it, inc- it, it, it very quickly cools down and just stops being like, what's the point of this? Now you have the occasional exception of uh, Stuart dealing with, uh, or sorry, Walter Blunt, uh, dealing with a right-wing journalist on his show. That sort of comedic parody elements of both the late night uh, uh, talk show circuit in the US and Stuart's ability to flex comedy muscles are very, very, very funny. Um, you know, but it seems to be that it's a YouTube clip series. The best bits you should just go online and watch on YouTube because the series, as it presently stands, is not worth watching 10 hours, sorry, 10 episodes uh, with because it's trying to do uh, too much. It should just have these background characters. They should just be the muses and the the, the grunts for uh, stronger, central, funnier characters. And when you consider that the show is trying to do marvelous stuff like uh, uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation's uh, Brent Spiner who played Data, um, you know, in on it, it's it's very, very, very funny. <laughs> and there are moments of just uh, you know stunning hilarity. But when you think that. Um, you know, the whole Alzheimer's plot with Begley Jr., it's, I don't know, should I, I don't, I, it's a schizophrenic show. It's going from, you know, brutal parody with Sure at one moment to quite sombre and serious. And it makes me think that if they're going to turn this into a sort of lovey-dovey, paternalistic uh, Stuart to the father of everyone type show, then it's very very quickly going to run out of momentum, and it's which is already starting to slow now. But it absolutely certainly won't be renewed for a third season, um, and they need to be careful with that because you know they have a stunning opportunity to make it extraordinarily funny with Walter Blunt and his manservant Harry Chandler. Uh, but I fear that they're going to go down the um, the route of just trying to make this a little bit more soppy and dare I say it, a bit too American. Um, Stuart should have the opportunities to cut his teeth with uh, humour and comedy with, uh, like Family Guy, really push it out there. Like the opening episode, as I say, coke-fueled transvestite incident with the police, extremely funny. Um, But it's it's going now the route of just your, your standard comedy, which is a shame um it also begs the question i'm a big fan of seth mcfarland and his relationship and his his comedy partnership if you want to call it that with Stuart has always been extremely funny um where is seth mcfarland because it seems like he's asleep at the wheel it doesn't feel like he's got his claws into this because if he did um for more than the first episode you know he's either lost his game or he's just not paying attention um Evidently, his handprints were all over the, the first episode, that much is obvious. But later, uh, laterally, you know, where is he? begs that question. Should you tune into it? At the present, as it presently stands, no. I would YouTube the shit out of it and enjoy Patrick Stewart's performance because it is extremely funny. But until it gets his act together and refocuses its energies on its central character, whose, you know, name is the television show, it's not worth watching. Um. YouTube the shit out of it. Enjoy Patrick Stewart's performance. But until it refocuses, it's just not worth tuning into.